0: Welcome to Turning
1: Purple Where we take an in-depth look at life as an independent artist The good, the bad, and the kiki carry of it all
0: Oh, here we are Hello We may sound a little different because we're doing our first uh, Remote 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 Remote-controlled Uh, substance podcast
1: remote controlled substance yes do you know what i think of when you say remote control the first thing it's not the The mtv show yes not the thing that you use to to like control your tv it's when i hear the words remote control it just says what generation we are
0: like the recliner that like goes through the wall or whatever
1: yep Mm -hmm. oh my
0: god that was that was a good show
1: That was a great show.
0: Um, Back when MTV used to play more music than anything else, that Mm. was probably one of the first series on MTV.
1: Yeah. Pleasant memories. (laughs) It's nice to have pleasant memories at times like these.
0: It's nice to have a pleasant memory at a time like this where... Oh, God, it's been a rough few weeks. You might have. It's
1: been a really, really rough few weeks. The Um, listeners might
0: have noticed that we haven't had any new episodes come out for the last two weeks. And we're sorry to leave you hanging, but
1: girl. Girl, sometimes the world. And I know, like, part of this whole thing has been my particular journey of, like, coming to terms with social media and trying to have like a better presence online. Um, and I'm here to tell you that it's not just a saying progress is not a straight line, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, it's, it's human. It's only, I'm only human. And when confronted with harsh realities, sometimes, I revert to my old habits.
0: <laughs> She's only human. Um so I have she been hates very silent. Instagram. Uh
1: yeah, I do. And it's like when things like this happen, well, in case some of you don't know, we're just we're gonna let you know. Um Wait. a couple of very dear sisters uh, have passed away in the past two weeks. First, uh, the our uh, sister and uh, John McGovern co-host of Hey Queen, uh, Lady Red Couture passed away, um, and then very recently, uh, our nightlife NYC nightlife sister uh, Rose Black passed away as well. Who, so who
0: I met. It's kind of yeah. Who I met like well probably not met the first time but she used to work at johnny's parties as well in new york where we Mm -hmm. both were like there all the time years and years and years of working with her
1: years and years and years and it's funny i don't you don't realize i mean you do it's a very communal lifestyle specifically new york city nightlife um It seems like there's a vast ocean of people, maybe from the outside, but there really isn't. I mean, there's, it's not that many and everybody knows each other. Um, And usually everyone has worked with one another at some point. Uh, Rose was one of those people that I, you you worked with and I worked with very frequently and hung out with. I mean, I saw her, I, I was thinking about, I was on the phone with someone a mutual friend and we were just thinking about all of the time that we had spent together. And I mean, I saw her at least four nights a week yeah, most of my adult life. So, you know, it, it's when some, when you leave, lose someone in nightlife uh, everyone in the family feels it. And this one is especially close to home. So I've personally have been, processing a lot um obviously johnny is devastated and uh i know that you've been feeling a lot of feelings uh lately so that's kind of why we're just really trying to process what's going on and trying to like maybe contextualize it in this podcast was be was a little bit difficult for for me to do personally i don't know how you feel about it
0: yeah i mean you know. <sighs> It's, I mean, just talking about it right now is a little unsettling, but I'm just going to, you know, I, we're we're just going to get through it. And, um, uh, you know, who, I I personally.
1: Like what, what kind of thing says this as this whole, I don't really know where to start. And I'm going to let you all know right now, the listeners, this is just going to kind of be what it needs to be for us. You'll excuse us if we're being a little self-indulgent, but I feel like it's warranted. So uh, we're just going to try to feel this out yeah. as we go along. I mean, um, So how are you? I, what has this been bringing up for you, Adam? I mean, Adam?
0: I guess, you know, I feel lucky to have, to not have had the to experience this before that much in my adult life. I haven't, I haven't had to deal with that much loss. Um, and, um, it's one of those things that, you know, I'm obviously, you know, you're never really prepared, but like when it's really like one of the first close friends that you lose you know, I, so I, I I just haven't really, I don't know how to deal and cope. I'm just, it's all very new to me. You know, we lost a good friend earlier this year, Nisham. And, um, but you know, it's, it's, I hadn't seen him since last year. And, um, we were, we were friends. We were close. But, you know, with Lady Red, like, I lived with Lady Red under the same roof. You know, um, we spent days, we spent many, many days, just me and her, just driving around, doing stuff. You know, obviously, we spent a lot of time working together on Hay Queen. <sighs> and... Um, so it's just like really per really close and really personal, a uh, really personal loss for me. Um, and I don't know how to feel, you know, I'm just trying to kind of take it and let my feelings happen and, you know, not bottle them up. Like you should be proud of me.
1: <laughs> I am very proud not, of you.
0: Not bottle them up, but just kind of let myself feel the feelings and, um, you know, talk, talk to it about, talk to people. I, I, I got to talk to Johnny, um, the other day for a while and just, um, you know, see how he's doing and get some more information and let him know how I'm feeling. So that was nice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's such a huge loss and and it's it is a huge loss and it's really weird to see all the reaction and you know what i mean like
1: it's such a strange thing to experience it's strange
0: it's strange as a someone who really knew her, someone per, when and someone really knows someone personally um and then to see like i mean lady red was un, was known you know what i mean she was like she was known, everybody knew her. Um, and then you see kind of the wave of and like she had
1: a lot of people that loved her it, through her work.
0: Right, right. And you see like the impact that she had with all these people reacting to her death. Um, I don't know. It just it's it feels weird because, you know, say that you, you know, you lose a family member or something, or a friend that is you know you, you're going to feel that and you're going to see it in your immediate circle of friends and the people that they knew but this is like a totally different level you know what i mean and it's kind of weird because the same thing happened with Nisham you know the yeah. same thing happened with Rose like these are like these nightlife people and like artists you know are, th- they're they're you know they touch a lot of people in their lives and so you see it all comes back when you know when they're gone and all these people want to express their love for them you know it's but it's just weird because it's not like you know you just lose a friend and you can mourn privately among the family and friends and it's not like uh All you know, every post literally, I went down my Instagram, and like every single post is a picture of Lady Red. And I just like it's like I don't know, it's 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 a weird feeling because it's an amazing thing at one in one side of it, but at the other side of it, it's just like it almost makes it like I don't want to say worse, but it's just like it just brings up all these memories.
1: Every single, With every single thing that you see, you have to kind of relive what just yeah, happened. Yeah, exactly,
0: you know? exactly.
1: So it's a lot to take. And I think for me, it's been bringing up, well, Rose just happened. Yeah. Uh, so at the time of this, that we're recording this, I haven't even said anything about it on social media. Because right. I just,
0: I yeah, don't know. I, mean, I,
1: I just can't right now. And I'm like, this whole, the, the, all of this has brought up a lot. Of strange feelings for me regarding because of the journey that I've been on with social media, um, coming from a place of just completely despising it and being afraid of it to almost, I mean, to sort of making some pretty good inroads on understanding what it is and how to use it as a tool. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but this has just brought up a lot of issues that I have still surrounding and things that I'm just like more questions than answers. I'm going to be honest. I, I just don't understand. What's like, what's the protocol? I, I, I don't know. Do I even care if there is one We're surrounding grief on social media? Uh, I just don't understand it. Um, so I think <clears throat> that for now, Uh, I'm just trying to feel it out. I I know that if you like saying, saying uh, you, you have to, when someone's a public person, you have to say something. I get that. Um, but I still have all of these weird feelings about, about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think there's something that, that, what makes me feel weird about doing a post or whatever is like, first of all, what the hell am I supposed to say? You know? Uh, second of all, like, this is not for me to wrap it up in one little post and put it out there and then I'm done with mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like, and that's almost what it feels like it's trying to be at, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even though like, that's not what I'm trying. That's not what I'm doing it for, you know, but for some reason, it's just like, if I just, you know, it. This doesn't. Like a lot of this pressure. doesn't bring any type of closure. You know what I mean. This doesn't bring any type of like relief. It's no. and and why do I need to say this to all the people on my social media that most of, most of them ninety percent of these people don't even know me personally. So, what's the point? You know what I mean. Like this is something I need to deal with for myself you know, within myself. So, you know,
1: I mean, that's how I've been feeling uh, very and, much. And,
0: as and well. that's, and, but at the same time, there's, there's a lot of pressure on social media. We've all heard it of like, you not saying anything is, is a response, you know, and all this stuff. So, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot different when some, some celebrity dies and you're like, Oh my God, I loved them so much and blah, 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 blah. When you've never even really met them. Then when somebody that you have sat down and spent time with and, ha- you know, had meals with been on trips with lived with, uh, cried with laughed with, you know, like it's, it's just, it's not that easy.
1: You know, it isn't, it feels like, like, you know, it just feels like a lot of pressure. It feels like it's very finite and final. Like these are your parting words to this person. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I almost would rather say very little because I, I don't even, nothing that I, no amount that I could write really would say everything that needs to be said. I mean, you go to a, a memorial service, right? I mean, not, you know, even if hundreds of people are there, not everybody speaks. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, this feels like, like, I don't, what's the expectation? Like everyone that that had anything to do with this person is expected to write a eulogy? (laughs) Yeah, that's. It 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 feels like a, it feels like a, it's a lot to handle. I know.
0: I and mean, I, uh, all I can I say, just t- I
1: really don't, I don't have the answer. I mean, I don't know what it is. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah.
0: And, it, and I don't know. And something about social media, it always, it always, uh, you know, feels like it's about you when it's not, you know, obviously this situation is not about, uh, me no. or you, it's about someone <laughs> else, but. I, there's also that weird guilt of like I'm posting this, and but I'm not trying to make this about me, but this is like my page this is about this you know, I don't know it's it's just a weird kind of like damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation, you know, um and I, I
1: agree, you it's know, and I don't know like what i I did I don't even know I know that the people judge but I don't know if I care at this very moment. Yeah. You know? I mean, I feel like I just need to kind of do what feels right for me. Yeah,
0: But I mean, I, I guess I did, I did post, um, I posted a picture of lady red, like the day, I guess it was the, the day I heard, I heard it. We heard in the morning and the news kind of came out publicly later that day. And I just, felt, I, I felt obligated to do something, you know? And it's like, I could have not done that. And I just, all I, you know, I don't know. It is weird how you feel literally obligated to like say something when this is not about you saying anything to all these random people on your social media. You know, it's about you dealing with, dealing with it for yourself in your heart and with the people the other people that you know their friends and family you know but i guess that that's the way social media is now you know it's so personal and it it that is the way that you especially now like especially with situations like we're in where we're not able to come together with all these other people that yeah
1: that's the other thing i guess that
0: knew them it would be different if we were all gonna be at awake you know and and be able to see each other and talk to each other but that's not gonna happen you know what i mean exactly so you really do i mean in that way social media is you know it is a good thing because at least we can see the love that was there for these people you know
1: yeah Hey, oy, oy.
0: <laughs> but it's just you know it's I mean once again I'm just saying like I just don't have a lot of experience with this so it's just such it I don't I've always like kind of felt this like weird feeling when people's lose a family member or lose a friend and like I almost just don't even know what to say like a
1: feeling yeah like yeah. a feeling of confusion you're not alone I think I think a lot of people feel that yeah. My general reaction, I'm very aware that, and as most people I think should be, any reaction to this is the right reaction. Uh, Everyone's reactions are different. I mean, the most, what I usually do is just ask people what they need. Right. In times like this, people that were closest to them, um, I don't know. That's usually my response. I mean, I've talked about this before and it's morbid, I guess, but, and you know, I I don't really know what it is. Maybe it's an OCD thing, but I've done it ever since I was very small. Um, is that I constantly think about my loved ones dying all the time. Yeah. Um, And it's like, it's not just a passing. I don't know if I've really gotten into this before, but it seems like a a perfect time. It's not just passing thoughts. It's like active visualizations that involve all kinds of things, like various ways of dying, uh, things that I might say at their funeral, Mm -hmm. interactions that I might have with people that I love, Regarding their passing, I mean, it's pretty extensive. Um, and I think, I'm not sure, I, I guess that was always just a coping mechanism. Yeah. Um, to, so that when it actually does happen, maybe, well, first of all, like in some weird way, I guess I've always felt like the more ways in which I can imagine someone passing, though, those ways are less likely to actually happen. Yeah, uh, I know, man, that might not make any sense, but it does somehow in my brain. I think that's part of it as well. Uh, if I think of it, then it's not going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. like, and i but, uh, but at the same time, I'm also prepared. Um, but there's nothing, I mean, I still am completely broken up about all of this. Um, Rose is so fresh that I don't even, I mean, I haven't even really had time to think about it a whole lot. But Lady Red, I think I'm left with – the thing that I come back to, I think, is that there's a lot of anger towards the world for the way that, like, she was treated by it. I think that's the thing that makes me the most sad. Um, People like her have a really rough time. She was able to make something out of her situation. Um, But a lot of people are not. And I just, it leaves me, I think the the biggest feeling, the most overwhelming feeling, I'm definitely sad, but I'm also angry that, um, you know, black trans women are treated so fucking poorly in this world, you know, Mm -hmm. that, you know, she had to walk around every day of her life, like acutely aware that the world is not made for her and that people you know like she had to deal with so much yeah she was because of her physical stature because of her color because of the fact that she was trans i mean i can't imagine i I have i lived a few years of my life pretty much very femme presenting um but i wasn't trans um I guess I I gotten like maybe like a, a tiny bit of what she experienced over her lifetime, and it makes me so fucking mad because she doesn't you know she didn't deserve that like she didn't deserve to be pointed at and laughed at every time she left the fucking house you know yeah but it happened she had a hard life and it didn't have to be that way she touched a lot of people and she did a lot of good. But it wasn't fucking easy. Yeah. It could have been if we have, as a society just decided that that shit didn't fucking matter anymore.
0: Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's easy to forget that. We're not like, there. It's easy to forget for the fans that see her, you know, all dressed up, looking gorgeous, fabulous, laughing and smiling and happy on Hey Queen, that, you know, that is the fantasy. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> that's what we are all – that's what we're creating. That's what we were creating with Hey Queen, a place where the everyone could be accepted and could be celebrated, yeah. you know? But the reality of the world is the complete opposite, you know? Like, that's not still how it is. And that's – I think that that has a lot to do with all the people that – you know, saw her and felt her happiness and, you know, fabulousness of being on Hey Queen. And, you know, it was surreal, you know, because we see so many black trans women. I mean, j- there's there's a campaign just to, just to s- saying stop killing black trans women. Like, can you imagine how that feels being in that group of people when they have a campaign just to say, please stop killing us just because of who we are and what we are, you know, mm. it, it, it's just, it's really, it's scary. And
1: yeah, and I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, it's,
0: <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, it's crazy. And, and I think that she, really um you know she was a she was a a big light in the trans community showing that you know you can overcome a lot and she did and shine and make people and spread love and joy you know um Yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> it's just sad because I know she had so much more to give.
1: Yeah, she really did. Um It's it, hard to I mean, it's hard to even put into words, but yeah, she had she she definitely she was things were just happening. I mean, there was a lot of work put in and things were finally Seemed like they were blossoming. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I mean, like it's it's crazy because hey queen only started in 2014. Yeah, I mean, and in my mind, this shows how old we are. But 2014 was not that long ago. You know, it was like still new and still evolving and still doing so. I mean, still making like all these new things like, and they had all these new shows coming up and, you know, um, I don't know. It's just feels, it's just completely shattered in the middle, right, right down the middle, you know, like there was so much more to come. Um, you know, we, we made an album, we made an album together. I produced her album. And, um, you know, I, you never think that this is going to be the last song, you know what I mean?
1: It's, you just, you just never think that. No, you don't. And I think, you know, especially times like these, it's just really important for people to tell, you know, tell everyone that you love, tell them how much you love them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause as um, I was looking, as I was looking like on Facebook and social media, it also really like triggers, you know, it triggers the thought that like all these people are rushing to someone's Facebook page to write a message that they're never going to read, you know? And so it just reminds you like, say it while you still can, you know, support people while it still really matters um yeah you know reach out to them before it's too late you know because when it's too late it's too late <sighs> it's a good reminder you know and like that's all that's the only thing that i think that i can really some to take something good out of the situation is just it shows you Every time you lose somebody, it shows you how much you need to
1: cherish, cherish the people
0: that you still have and appreciate the people that are still there and to not let petty stuff come between you and the people that you love. Because after, you know, if like something like this happens and it's like you realize that none of that shit mattered, you know, um, So, yeah, it's important to remember. And I mean, I would just say to the listeners, like, if you haven't lost someone, like, in your life, know that, you know, just listen to, like, hear what we're saying, like, before it's too late, let the people in your life know that you really love them and cherish them, you know, because it really, I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't got to talk to Lady Red in a while. We were just in LA and we didn't, we couldn't go see her because of the coronavirus and and stuff like that. We were, we were in LA and we came back the day before she died. Yeah. And, you know, just to think that we were there, but, but I mean, I was, I was going to, I wanted to go to the hospital, but I already knew since Johnny had told me that that no one was allowed in there. Yeah. You know, and she was unconscious the last few days of her life. So it's not like we could have called her or anything. It's just, you know,
1: ugh, it's just terrible. Yeah. Thinking about it is pretty horrible. I mean, and also stay safe. Um, Yeah, you know this. This didn't have anything to do with Corona, but it's it still affects whether or not you can go see someone in the hospital. They don't even have to have Corona. You know what I mean? It's just this is affects everything. So take care of yourselves and take care of everyone around you, because you don't want to end up. Oh God, I can't even think about it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not a good time to be in the hospital, folks. That's for sure.
1: No, it is not. Um I'm feeling like maybe we could try and um try and talk about some maybe happier memories. <laughs> um I mean there's we have.
0: there's plenty of happy memories. It was it was always a laugh with Lady Red. That's for sure. Tell us tell us a story. <laughs>
1: Tell the children a story
0: Oh my gosh I mean, yeah So for the first You know, I got to know Lady Red Really well Because the first year I moved to L.A. In 2016 I was sleeping on Johnny and Lady Red's couch For a year (laughs) Trying to get my shit together And so we became fast friends And um, I used to take her to her gigs and yeah. and she would um she would give me all her drink tickets because she <laughs> was not a drinker and so i would drink i would drink for free and hang out and then she would drive us home <laughs> um and um yeah she i remember she did a entire medley of um, Jennifer Lewis. Uh, what's that movie called? <laughs> uh,
1: Jackie's, Jackie's back? back. Jackie's Back. Oh, she I haven't was, seen that movie yeah, forever. She was obsessed with if y'all Jackie's y'all Back. Seen that, if y'all haven't seen that movie, do yourself a favor and find it online.
0: It's yeah. Good. Lady Red was obsessed with Jackie's Back and she did a whole.
1: Entendre?
0: <laughs> Make it a double. <laughs> Yeah. Um and um yeah, I don't think there was a lot of other queens doing J- Jackie's Back medleys, but Lady Red was there <laughs> to take to fill that to fill that void for sure. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and also there was the time when we did um we did Thanksgiving at precinct and she made like 25 mini sweet potato pies with fried chicken on top and sold them at the gig. <laughs> did you did you I guess you weren't there.
1: No. Oh Wait, my God. what happened?
0: She so, she sold her own sweet potato pies. Uh but uh, I remembered
1: p- that was gonna happen, but I didn't Oh no, it
0: actually happened. But her sweet potato pies were topped with fried chicken. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's really just like a full meal altogether. And trust she sold out of those. And I mean, selling pies at a, at a club a club is not an easy feat.
1: Oh no. Especially in LA.
0: Everybody's on a, uh, everybody's on that diet, girl.
1: Everybody's on that diet.
0: And she sold 25 mini sweet potato pies. <laughs> I mean... That's amazing. They were delicious, let me tell you. I got mine... For,
1: she better fucking work.
0: <laughs> I got mine before I went to the club. <laughs> um, Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I used to, like, kind of... I would show for her around everywhere just because I, I, I loved hanging out with her. She was kiki and, um, she, she kind of got me into the whole, she, she helped me to get into the scene and introduced me to a lot of people. And honestly was like, really inspiring at a time when i needed a lot of inspiration (laughs) when i got to la because i just had no idea what i was doing and she was always like call it to you she's like if you want something you better let people know get out there and make it happen
1: and um yeah And I mean, I think one of my favorite Lady Red stories is it comes to second second hand. But one of our sisters, Sherry Vine, told me this a long time ago, like she, you know, a while back, uh, that it was one of her favorite things. Like she was her and Jackie Beat, I guess, were doing they were on tour with Lady Red and they were doing uh, some shows. And uh, I guess Jackie and Sherry were in terrible moods. We're like not having it like bitching and complaining or whatever. It didn't want to get beat as it happens when you are a working drag queen. Sometimes you just don't want to do time it. Time to make um, the
0: donuts. Yeah, I,
1: I always say time to make the donuts when I'm not feeling it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a long process that you have to do. It's a
1: long process and you got to just sit, be by with yourself, by yourself. And if you're not feeling good, that's sometimes not what you want to do. Anyway, uh Sherry always she she would she, she would say when we were getting ready together, uh she told me the story when we were getting ready together for dirty for Dirty Disney mm-hmm. um about when they were sitting with Lady Red in the dressing room. She so said, look in the mirror. Said, Get in the mood, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Get in the mood, bitch. Yeah um get in the mood. Sometimes you just got to get in the mood, bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing and like especially with Lady Red, like she was she was dealing with a lot and like a lot of like illness, you know, for years and chronic illness. Girl, and she would she would she, but she would always pull it together for the show. That's for
1: damn sure.
0: You know, she would get in the mood, bitch. Make it happen. The show must go on.
1: The show must go on. Yeah. Um, oh. um, yeah. The show must go on.
0: I mean, there's, I mean, the, the we, go, us going to Sizzler and her um, bringing, a freezer bag and putting it in her purse so that she could fill it up with chicken wings.
1: Yeah, girl. She'd be like, Get "Girl, it.
0: we're gonna have chicken wings it's... for days." There ain't nothing
1: wrong with that. I used to do that shit all the time. <laughs> you me. Oh. I Do you know. have you never done that before? Um, no, I've never. Done you've that never before. taken it like you've never taken shit from the buffet. No, I didn't. Not even when you were poor. I hadn't even been to a buffet.
0: They don't have Sizzlers in New York. I didn't have Sizzlers. now, but they got buffets. I, I, I hadn't even been to a buffet in years, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, uh, you know, going back, go, moving to LA was like. Crazy because it was like a return. I used to, to- do it with
1: Indian buffets. I used to do it with the Chinese food buffets, girl. girl I used to do it with all the buffets. You kidding me? And when I was in college, I used to do it at the dining hall too. I just fucking destroyed that dining hall. I used to take extra backpacks with me, fill them up with food. <laughs> oh my god!
0: No, I had never learned that trick until Lady Red took me to Sizzler, and then we should because
1: shared- Xander had made friends with. Uh, the lunch ladies at the good dining hall with the good shit because most of them were shitty but there was one that had really like fancy food so and i didn't have no meal plan because i would cash that shit in for the coin okay so oh, you
0: because like the, bitch needed, it? the
1: bitch needed because the bitch needed spending money so i just so dander would get us in for free and we would just fill shit up wow yeah
0: i didn't even i didn't even i never even went to the um cafeteria at my college like i i I think i went like twice maybe but you just had to pay as you go if you didn't live in the dorm like you would just pay so i was like why would i go to the cafeteria when i could just go to a regular restaurant
1: exactly um yeah oh girl lady red loved the buffet she did (laughs) oh my god about a lot about Rose
0: yeah
1: over the past couple days I mean it's hard the being a door person is kind of a thankless job sometimes it, it's glamorous in the fact that you are the gatekeeper mm-hmm. you hold a lot of power number one yeah um uh you know you get to choose how to wield it. Um, but it also can make you not very unpopular. Yeah, you know what I mean. Hmm. Um. But Rose is pretty universally liked, which is difficult for a, you know, a renowned door person. Yeah. <sighs> so I think that said a lot about her character. Um. Totally. She was beloved. I remember. I mean, we spent. I mean, I spent. It's no, it's no secret that I like to party and always have, mm-hmm. um, so, and I was the queen of the after hours and the after hours and the after, after, after hours,
0: the hotel party in the hotel party
1: and then the hotel and the hotel lobby and the hotel party in the <laughs> back room, of the closet, uh, and a lot of time. I mean, oftentimes, me and Rose would be the last one standing. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: That's bitch put saying it, a, bitch a could, lot.
1: So, I mean, we spend a lot of time together. My, um... Often, oftentimes, uh... W- we would spend so long together that it was, again, time to get ready and go out. <laughs> 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 um... And at that point, her favorite thing—I mean, she would not be seen without a full face of makeup. It just wasn't; she wouldn't do it. Oh no. Um, she she was very serious about always being fully pressed in public. Mm-hmm. Um, she had all all of her baby hairs were snatched into that ponytail. Mm-hmm. You would not see her with a stray hair, and she always had to have uh, she had to have her perfect wing liner and a fully beat face. Yeah. Um, you would never see her without any of without, without all of those things, so I when it was time I'd, I'd be like time to make the donuts. her thing the favorite thing to say was time to go paint on this lie, girl <laughs> <laughs> Oh my like, God. And I'd see her at the club she was like, "How did my lie look?" Do you like my lie? It's a fierce lie, right? I was like, "Yeah, girl, you look like you're telling the truth." <laughs> girl, that lie is the tea, honey. That lie is good. It's like it looks like you're telling the truth, girl.
0: <laughs>
1: oh girl, my god! It's time god. to go. I can just—I'm just i am like its kind of when I've been hearing her boy saying that in my head. It's really, mm, you know. Yeah, time to go pay on this lie, girl. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, the New York City nightlife scene, I can't speak for the L.A. nightlife scene, but the New York City nightlife scene, especially in the years that we were around, it really was a family. And there was, I mean, if you really break it down, maybe 100, 150 people. Like, it wasn't... It, not there were tons of people at the parties, but I'm yes, i talking the about the that people are that were responsible for that happening. Yeah, it
1: was a very small group of people. I would say, yeah, probably no more than 150 people. We all knew each other. Yeah, that was, and I'm talking top to bottom. That was responsible for every party from the beginning to the end in every aspect. Right. Um.
0: That's why when Lady, Lady Gaga said she came from the New York City underground scene, we said, "Say who?" She Say came what? from. She came from. She who? came from where? Wait, what? In which city?
1: What? <laughs> from what scene? Wait, which scene?
0: What year? Oh, mm-hmm. that you mean that that one time that you performed at that uh, motherfucker. That one time. Oh, okay. That one yeah. time, girl. But yeah, didn't it's nobody a small... come from the come to the New York City club scene if we didn't know them? No, they did not.
1: Um... Oh, geez. She was, um, and there were, there's, you know, the nightlife scene was definitely, uh, there were different facets of nightlife. You know, there were circuit parties. There were big rooms. There were, you know, there were underground parties. There were, there were a lot of different sex parties, a lot of different types of parties. And she did tour for pretty much all of them. But she did have her finger most on the pulse of the bigger parties. So that was helpful. Not often. There was a time that we didn't often go to like circuit style parties, but if we wanted to, uh, Rose was there to get us. So (laughs) that was nice. Yeah. Um, God, I just spent, you just don't, when you spend, when you live such a communal lifestyle for so many years, which we did in New York, uh, you come to i guess you come to take people for granted and the relationships that you forge um since it's such a small scene you do become really close yeah um i don't think we realized kind
0: of how
1: how much time
0: i i think that we didn't i or at least i don't know if i realized how in the scene i was <laughs> you know what i mean cuz i was like oh it's just like this for everyone but it is It is not like that. It is not for everyone.
1: No, it is not. We were part of the NYC nightlife family. Um, you know, people, most people have to pay for drinks when they go out drinking.
0: (laughs) Imagine that.
1: You know, most people have to purchase whatever favors they need for their parties, right? We did not. Oh my uh, most people have to wait in line to get into places. We did not. Yeah. Um, most people don't get paid to show up looking crazy and drink for free. Right. We did. <laughs> um, it's a small. It was a small community, and gosh, this one hurts.
0: It really does.
1: Um, just too young. Too young to go.
0: Yeah. And, um, God, I mean,
1: Oh I feel, I, f- I guess I'm feeling very much like, it's coming in, in waves, I'm feeling very much like I need to reserve my strength, girl, because, unfortunately, the shit show that we're in right now, this is very likely just the beginning, so... <sighs> gotta keep it. Gotta keep it together. Gotta keep it together. Gotta keep it together. And also, you said it before. I guess the show must go on. I haven't really been feeling that until just now. Doing this again has helped because, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just it has. I'm. Um, I, I mean, I. I've little... just been
1: feeling like I wanted to sit on the couch and cry into a pillow, right? Which is but, okay, um,
0: but you know. Um, have been doing. I'm glad that we're doing this, even though, you know, I do feel a little, still a little weird. Um, the thing is,
1: I feel b- totally fucking bizarre. And I think that's fine. I don't, like we said before, I don't know what the fucking answers are. Um, I just know how I feel. I, maybe it's a generational thing. Um, I don't have to hold anything against people. That put all their shit out online. There's, I mean, it's been going on for a long time, and I'm have missed the boat. I'm the odd man out when it comes to that shit. You know, I just don't. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's good to put every.
0: I don't know. Last I think
1: it's aspect of your life online. Maybe it is. I think I, it just comes down me, to it, what it just you seems know. Strange.
0: Everybody's especially different.
1: Especially when I think everybody's people, different.
0: Some people like to, you know, express themselves through social media. Some people don't, you know? I mean, I think that we forget about a lot of people that don't even have social media accounts, you know? Like, they're completely unconcerned. Like, I was just talking to a friend today, and I, I was talking to The Noid, one of my closest best friends from... We've been best friends since second grade. And I told him about what happened with Lady Red because he doesn't even have Facebook and Instagram anymore. Like, he just does not do it, you know? And, I'm, I mean, I'm not telling him that it's wrong or whatever. Like, do what you want to do. It's your life. And, like, it, you know, this This is all very, I mean, in the scheme of things, it's all very new and we don't have to adapt instantaneously to every new thing that comes along, um, as humans. And <laughs> I think that I think that you know I think what we were working we're on what we were working on for your social media cause was more about promoting your art and your exactly you know, professional life. And this is when it becomes a total conflict because you're like, okay, I'm trying to do this because I want people to know about me as an artist and my work and all this stuff and then it comes to something super personal and it's like, wait a minute I have to go into this too? Like, I didn't sign up for this you know what I mean? Um, And I think that you need to take your time, you know, take your time and talk to some Talk to talk to people that know that you know, talk to your friends, talk to your whatever, that you can figure out how you feel first. And then maybe you'll you'll may then after you've shared it personally, maybe then you'll be ready to share it publicly. You know what I mean? Because I think that there is some a big step missing when you go straight to everybody that you've ever met and complete public where it can be quoted and you know it's a lot of pressure to do anything in that high of a uh, platform you know Mm -hmm. that's why people literally ruin their lives with 133 characters or less you know saying the wrong thing at the wrong time in the wrong situation trying to make a cute little joke or whatever and then everybody takes it the wrong way and you're screwed you know And, but I mean, just that, and that's just like whatever on, on any given day, you know, but like when you're talking about something that when you lose a friend or a family member, you're not, I don't think you're, I don't think you're at all obligated to, um, go straight to the computer and, and, type something you know i think that i th- I hope i hope that people would be understanding and give anybody the time that they need as long as it may be to ag- to uh you know address the situation because it's you know they say that there's no wrong way to cope w- and deal with a situation like this. So I don't think that you should or anybody should have to feel bad about, you know, not saying anything publicly um, and, uh, you know, or wanting to say something publicly, you know. I think that we need to be patient and understanding with people, especially when it's a situation like this, you know?
1: Um, (sighs) That's incredibly sensitive of you, Adam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. And I mean, I, you know, I, I feel,
1: (laughs) do you hear the surprise in my voice?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can be sensitive (laughs) here and there. Um, but you know, I mean, I haven't felt like posting on social media. I haven't felt like doing any of that. I've shared a couple of pictures of lady red. I don't know. You know, I mean, I shared her, um, I don't know if it's an obituary. They did a story on her in the New York times yesterday. Um, you know, and it's, I shared that. I don't know. I mean, most of the people that I know know her, know who she is. That's the crazy thing. It's not like I have to inform anyone, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Pretty much everybody already knows. So um, it's, uh, I don't know there's something weird. I don't really want to go into this, but you know, there is, there is some, (laughs) there is something, you know, it's something weird about, I wish that the world could have fully appreciated her while she was here. You know, it's, it's like what you were saying in relation to that of like, the world was not set up for her. Um, and maybe if the world would have been a little bit more kind to her while she was here, she would still be here to, to be with
1: us. You know what I mean? I definitely, that's the crux of like the base of it. what I'm feeling yeah, right now. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of frustration and anger towards the way that people like her are treated by society. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah,
0: but yeah, (laughs) I guess all we can take from this, you know, uh, um, tell the people that you love while they're still here, let them know how much you love them while they're still here and, you know, give them what you want to give them, do for them what you want to do for them now and don't wait till it's too late. Yeah. And the same for yourself. Treat yourself, you know, the way that you deserve to be treated because you never know, you know? Live your, I do know. Live your life. And that's the thing. That's I, I really one thing I forgot to say about Lady Red was it's crazy because... You know, uh, it you can hindsight is twenty twenty when it's like she was always doing way too much, but when you look back, I understand that like now that she was doing just enough. You know what I mean? Like when she was showing up, she would wear like a t shirt and jeans, but then like a gigantic rhinestone necklace and like a a two foot wig. And I was just like, really for a day look girl, like you could have just thrown on a turban and called it a day, but no, you know what I mean? Like, because that's, that's who she was. And she really made, she, she lived her fantasy, you know what I mean? And I think that that's what, I think that that's why a lot of people admire her because I think a lot of people want to do that, but they are, you know, it's, it's hard to be that authentically you.
1: You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's a, it's a, it's a journey. Because you. One that I'm still on. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's always like, you know, I let, I let what other people think get into my head a lot of times, but. Let me tell you something about Lady Red. What other people thought was n- never as important as what she thought about herself, you know? And that's honestly to be admired because if we all lived like that, then it, the world would be a much more colorful place. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's a good note <sighs> All right. to end on. I think that's a good note to end on. And uh, like, I think we'll, we'll I just want to say that uh, we appreciate you guys for listening, um, for being understanding about this time. Um, and, uh, you know, we're going to do our best to keep, to keep things moving along.
0: I mean, I am a little upset that we didn't get at least one person on Twitter being like, "Where's the new episode?" <laughs> <laughs> Y'all just leaving us hanging, but um I think maybe they were just understanding enough. Um someone did suggest to me on a YouTube comment that we do a l- tribute to Lady Red, which completely infuriated me because I was like, can I just have my time? <laughs> but you know that, I mean, YouTube comments are always triggering, triggering. So, um, sorry. Uh, I didn't go off on the person in the YouTube comments. So, um, I just said, we're going to be talking about her on the podcast. Um, so if you're that person, here you go. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do some type of real tribute to her in the future. I just can't you know I'm we're gonna need some time. Um, because yeah, she was not just a character in our lives. she was a close friend and loved one. Um, so yeah, it's it's very. You know, it's it's not going to be something that will just pass real quick at all. You know,
1: yeah, we're going to be processing for a while, but we appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you for uh,
0: listening, and um, thanks to our Patreon people as well for hanging on there and giving us a couple weeks to take a break while we needed it if you want to hear the after show of turning purple, you can go to patreon.com slash turning purple. Yeah. Right. Turning. Purpl- <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. I don't even know what our Patreon is anymore. <laughs> turning purple pod turning purple. I think it's just turning purple. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Well, wow, that's kind of terrible. Sorry. My brain is officially fried patreon.com yeah,
1: brain is kind of mushy right now i was watching i've just been watching sad movies and sitting
0: uh yeah <laughs> patreon.com mostly slash turning purple guys and you can um you can hear all the after after hours uh after shows that we have to turning purple there are we started in season two so there are now seven episodes and there's lots of music that you can also get from me and erica tor um we didn't even uh tell them that the reason that we're doing this remotely is because i'm visiting my mom right now i decided to take a little trip and see her and i'm really glad i did because like we were saying you never know um, and it's been too long, so we're having a good old time down here um, and I hope you're doing okay in in Phoenix, Erica.
1: I'm making it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm making it good
0: um, all right, guys, well, thanks for listening, and um also, we should mention. Um, If you are a fan of Lady Red Couture and you would like to donate to her um, Lady Red to Rest GoFundMe that they're raising money for her funeral, medical expenses, and any additional money will go into a trust for her niece and nephew um, that she really um that she was very involved with and in trying to uh support them and their future so you guys can go to go oh god okay i'm gonna find the exact thing here gofundme.com um actually i could say this you could probably go to Johnny McGovern's. You can go to my Instagram because it's on my links. If you go to my Instagram at Adam Joseph Music and you click on the link tree, it's the first thing on link tree. The GoFundMe uh, for Lady Red. GoFundMe uh, help lay Lady Red to rest.
1: Uh, yeah, and I think there's also there's also a GoFundMe for Rose and her final expenses. Yes. Um, if you would like.
0: Um, let me find to out.
1: help out with that and if you also if you weren't familiar with her uh, go to her her Facebook page Rose B Black R O Z E B yeah. Black
0: Yeah if the you letter could, B Black go to go fund me and type in Rose Black and you'll find it R O Z E B L A C K
1: uh, I love you Rose and I love you Lady Red and we love you guys thanks for listening all right
0: catch you next time guys